Hello and welcome to Princess in the Podcast. I'm your host, Hannah Sawyers, and I'm ready to talk Disney movies past and present. Once upon a time, Hannah, Ryan, Katie, and Kevin sat down to talk about Spider-Man No Way Home. Thanks for coming back on, guys. What is up, guys? What the heck is up? (laughs) Hello. So, Spider-Man No Way Home is the latest release in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Spider-Man No Way Home made $121.5 million on Friday from 4,336 locations, which means at the time of recording, it is projected to have a $242 million opening weekend. Comparatively, there aren't any movies in a COVID era that have made this much money. It is the first film released in the pandemic to make over $100 million on the first weekend of its release. It is the highest December opening ever and a franchise best for the Spider-Man series. Homecoming having made $117 million and Far From Home with $992 million. Aside from the loads of money that will be made from the release of this film, fans are thrilled to see Spider-Man back on the big screen. This episode of Princess in the Podcast will have spoilers. So guys, when and how did you watch Spider-Man? Katie? Well, I watched it on a screen. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, I watched it on Friday the 17th at 7.10 p.m. at the Moore Warren Theater in IMAX with 749 of my closest friends. Ryan? Uh, Thursday, Showbiz Theaters. I think it was digital, just a regular digital screening at 4.30 in the afternoon. Kevin? Um, I saw it at 7.45 on Thursday, so opening night. So we all tried to watch it as early as humanly possible. I think this is the first time I've watched it as early as I have because um, it's something that I had... Like, I wanted to see it before TikTok spoiled it. Yes, 100%. 100%. A storyline for Spider-Man No Way Home provided by Marvel is, for the first time in the cinematic history of Spider-Man, our friendly neighborhood hero's identity is revealed, bringing his superhero responsibilities into conflict with his normal life and putting those he cares at most at risk. When he enlists Doctor Strange's help to restore his secret, the spell tears a hole in their world, releasing the most powerful villains who've ever fought a Spider-Man in any universe. Now, Peter will have to overcome his greatest challenge yet, which will not only forever alter his own future, but the future of the multiverse. Other thoughts about the storyline? Um, I I don't know if I should say this until the end, but I'm really, really sad that basically the entire plot was kind of spoiled on trailers. I think that it was too much of a giveaway on the trailers as to what would happen. But because. Because we all heard like rumors and stuff, and usually you hear rumors from Marvel, but I don't know. It was just like when the trailer came out, I was like, okay, all the rumors are definitely true. There's no way they're not. And and even if like you like take away like the mistake with the the lizard in that one scene mm-hmm. where like it kind of confirms that there's someone else there that's been cut out, it's still revealed way too much information about the movie. I was still yeah. thrilled with it, and I was still surprised by some things, but. There was still way too much information about the plot revealed in the trailers. Basically, the only thing that wasn't revealed in the trailers was when uh, Aunt May died and that the other Spider-Man would actually show up. But if you didn't think the other Spider-Man were going to show up based on the plot, then you're insane. Yeah. I didn't think they were going to show up based on the fact that Andrew Garfield 
was a liar liar. He is a professional actor. <laughs> <laughs> but here's the thing. Like, when Scarlett Johansson answers Marvel questions, she doesn't lie. She... But she's had, like, 20 years of, of practice in the Marvel universe to, like, get those, like, non-lies lies down. Yeah, and there's nothing just... wrong with them just lying to you. They can yes, just lie to is. you. Okay, <laughs> Katie. I was just going to say, as someone who didn't watch the trailers during the movie, I just kept saying, I'm just so glad I didn't watch the trailers. And then I watched one on the way home, and I was like, yeah, I would have been pissed if I would have watched these. Yeah, So I'm really so- glad that I abstained. I watched the very first teaser, because that's normally what I'll do, is just the very, like, I know we'll get to it, but like, all that I've seen of Doctor Strange, I won't watch anything else now, you know? So I usually just watch the first one. So I usually try and avoid the trailers as well, but for the Spider-Man, it was on before every single movie that I went to see. And I've actually like, I've actually like gotten up and walked out of the theater occasionally, (laughs) but I couldn't do that this time because of where I was. So yeah, I just, I was, I got hosed. I don't know how I avoided them for uh, Endgame like I did, but somehow I did. I avoided them for Endgame and then, uh, like Ant-Man and stuff like that. Like yeah. between infinity war and now I was pretty good about avoiding trailers, but I yeah. just couldn't this time. Rip trailers. Um, Moral of the story. I, I think this is the best place to say, like I full on sobbed four separate times during the movie. Like recovered was fine. Then something else hit me, and I sobbed again, and I felt bad for the guy next to me, who Dude, was my husband. Not, not the other guy next to him, <laughs> not me. <laughs> I, I think maybe I'm dead inside because I didn't like even like tear up. Oh, yeah, you're man. dead. Yeah, I guess I'm just dead inside. Yes. Like I think I was just, I think I was just so mad about having things spoiled for me that when Aunt May died, I was just still pissed about having things spoiled for me. <laughs> Because something else that happened... Okay, have you guys ever heard of the app called RunP before? Yep. Yes. Okay, so I love it. I left, which is... so I left during a time that I thought was the actual P time, but I guess I misremembered what it said. And so I left, and I clicked on the synopsis, and it just spoiled the three Spider-Mans thing for me, which I already thought was going to happen, but... And that happened, like, 20 minutes before I may died, so I was just pretty bummed. Or like 10 minutes before. I don't know when I left. But I was mad because I ruined it for myself a little bit. So I'm going to watch it again on... um, I'm going to go watch it on Thursday. Wait, no. Yeah, we're going to go watch it again on Thursday. And I'm going to feel it. (laughs) I cried more when Aunt May died than when Tony Stark died. Like, I was sobbing. I wasn't just crying. I was sobbing. It was awful. Is that the part that you cried the hardest? I think so. I would say, I would say from my outside view of the situation, (laughs) yes, that was the part she cried the hardest. I cried then. I cried when uh, Andrew Garfield saved MJ. Oh, that was a good one. Yeah. I, I cried. When was it? When were the other two times I cried? I oh, cried no. when when they did the whole with great power comes great responsibility. I cried then. 
But that wasn't like a sob. Uh, and I can't remember what the fourth time was. But the two full-on sobs were when Aunt May died and when Andrew Garfield saved MJ. Those were mm. my two full-on sobs. I lost it. I mean, probably for five minutes, if not. I mean, obviously when Aunt May died. But when, like, when they realized what sacrifice Peter had to make, I was just, oh, I lost yeah. it. That was probably. I, that was the saddest part of the movie because I just was like, as the, as the scene was going, oh my God, this is just such a good movie. But as the scene was going, I was just thinking like of all these moments and all like all the memories that have happened. And I'm like, they're not going to know like it was him. And so I was just crying. Oh my gosh. I was just losing it. It was so sad. Yeah. It's fine. I think, I, I think this is probably the saddest Marvel movie ever. <laughs> I'll go with that. I'll say yeah. It. I think it's sadder than Endgame. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe not. Because Endgame had two pretty big deaths in it. I don't know. I don't know. Mm. We'll have to ask our listeners. All right, listeners. (laughs) Get out of the comments. (laughs) (laughs) Drop a comment below. So let's just talk about characters. Which we kind of have, I, which, like, this is not even, like, a list, really. Like, there's so many characters in this movie. Peter Parker, Aunt May, Ned, Doctor Strange, MJ, all the Spider-Mans, all the villains, like, Flash. I, I honestly can't pick out one performance out of this group. Like, they were all outstanding. I think everybody had a great time. I think the villains were far better than I expected the returning villains to be. You know, like Willem Dafoe, Alfred, Molina. I mean, like, they just killed it. They absolutely killed it this time around, and it was amazing to watch them. I loved the evil that you got from Green Goblin that we didn't necessarily get in the first, in the original Spider-Man movie, and it was so great. Dude, Willem Dafoe is like, oh my god. It's unreal. Like, I, I thought it was, it was it was a little dumb of me to not just not expect him to just basically steal the show whenever he was on screen, but he did. He did. I thought he was good. I thought he was really good in the original trilogy, but I think movies have also just changed to allow him to be more well, um, drastically evil. Yeah, I just think his his character was less just burn the world to the ground evil in the first one. It was more of like I wanted to benefit me, me, me. Where this one, it was just. He's I want just, to burn it to burn it. Yeah. It's not even his world. He didn't care. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, William Defoe was probably up there for me. I think Tom Holland and, and a lot of it probably too is, is script. You know what I mean? Like they have to be given good content you know, to absolutely. act out. But that scene, and just cinematically, it was so good. Like, the scene where he's standing in front of the giant screen with Jameson, and, like, you know what I mean? It's raining, and he's crying, and it's just, like, that still moment of him realizing, like, oh, my gosh. Like, Tom freaking Holland, let's go. <laughs> like, Did, did uh, anyone else think that he was going to, like, pull down that screen out of, like, anger? I really expected that to happen. Um, I was like, oh, he's going to break that. Right now. I, I thought that would have been good, but, you yeah. know. I'm not the director or the writer. Um, You're not. So my <laughs> my favorite uh, at, my favorite character actually wasn't 
Green Goblin, although he might have been. I liked uh, Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man mm. a lot. I think yeah. Andrew Garfield is a really, really, really good actor just yeah. outside of Marvel. So, And I think he kind of got hosed by the like the movie situation. just getting canceled on him. Yeah, yeah, even though it had nothing to do with him. Yeah. Like, I was actually starting to maybe get into the Amazing Spider-Mans, like being like, oh, this is pretty good. Yeah. Then, yeah. Yeah, it just didn't happen. Yeah. My favorite is Aunt May, but I think that's also because I, I kind of like think I am Aunt May. Like how you just assume the best of everybody. Okay. 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 Do you disagree? Okay. No, 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 no. We, we, I just didn't know where you were going with that. I didn't know where you were going. Yeah, well, because I also, also, Aunt May to me is just like, she's super hot. So you're just like, I'm Aunt May. (laughs) 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 Like, her whole character is like, I'm a hot aunt. I am. I think her whole character is, I'm a really good person and I want to like raise money for people who've been affected by the blip. I want to save these villains that are really horrible, awful people and not kill them. I mean, her whole character isn't being hot. Yeah. <laughs> what did you say? But no, it was, I, I don't know. It was just like, because literally I was about to just be like, dude, Aunt May, it's really sad that she's dead because I, that, who is that? Marissa Tomei? Is that yeah, I Melissa never know Tomei? how to pronounce her last name. Is it Melissa or Marissa? Oh, I like how I'm having trouble with the first name. Tomei is the one I feel like is right. <laughs> but she is like, she is fine and now she's out. And I'm just like, oh no. <laughs> Like I feel like happy. You're you know? distraught. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, I'm just distraught. That scene was funny. I'll say it. Like right at the beginning when they were like breaking up or whatever. Yes. That was so good. <laughs> oh my like, gosh. And she was just completely unfazed by it. She's just like, get out, basically. And he's like, I love you. <laughs> That's exactly what would happen if Marissa Tomei and I <laughs> like had a breakup. I would be distraught. <laughs> oh my goodness. Let's talk about quotes from this movie. Ryan, what's your favorite quote? Uh, mine's when like they were trying to get their act together during the final act. And uh, Tom Holland, Spider-Man, was like, I don't want to brag, but I was in the Avengers. And Toby was like, the Avengers? That's great. What is that? And Andrew's like, is that a band? Are you in a band? Oh, it was just so, so outstanding. Mine is also from the like Spider-Man craziness and i can't remember does t- uh tom say it or does andrew say it where he they look at toby and they're like so are you going dressed as a cool youth pastor or what <laughs> it's andrew it's okay andrew. andrew says it and yeah. then uh toby just kind of pulls his shirt down and you see the suit and he's like i mean the our whole like mo is like being covert or whatever so um- that was also my favorite, so I don't have another favorite. Mine's just yours, so pretend I said that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I still haven't processed this movie, so I don't really know how I'm doing this, um, this podcast, actually. I think for now, my answer would be the banter when all three of the Spider-Men are on the Statue of Liberty. Yeah. Just like, yeah. The, like when they're all going back and forth. Um, I yeah, that was real good. Honorable mention in the quotes is when they're talking about the web shooters and they're trying to like be like <gasps> real, real, yes. real cautious about it, but like they they want to know about Toby oh, McGuire's so funny like situation. Yeah, 
He's like, does it only come out of your hand? <laughs> it's so <laughs> funny, dude. I was dying. So let's talk about the end credit scenes. We've got a mid credit scene and an end credit scene. That was actually just a trailer for Doctor Strange 2. Yeah, I kind of, like, I love having a trailer there, but also, um, could you have actually given me, like, an end credit scene? Like, I feel robbed. Yeah. Because it was just like, yeah. you could just drop this trailer. But, I don't yeah. know. I feel like I would have liked a teaser better than a trailer there. Yeah, that yeah, was a full-on so trailer. Long. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Even if they had just done, like, a scene from Multiverse of Madness, that would have been... That would have scratched yeah. my itch, yeah. Yeah, so I guess uh, the first one, um, it looks like Tom Hardy is yeeted back to his universe, Eddie Brock, but there is still some, a uh, little some some for a new Venom, okay? Yes. Yes, Kevin? I, I have a question. Um, why was why was Venom transported to that universe in the first place? Because he doesn't know who Peter Parker is. So I read somewhere that some in the end credit scene of Venom Two, mm-hmm. he sees the thing about Peter Parker being Spider Man. Yes. Did y'all not watch that end credit scene? I haven't seen I, Venom Two. Okay, I, I did, but he got teleported, and that's how he saw it. He got teleported right. to that universe. Right. That's oh, how he that, did. right. Oh, like, I don't know. How, why did he get teleported in the first place? I thought it had something to do with the, uh, like with the like the multiverse moment. Like I mean, when, it has to. Yeah, like when, when Wanda became the Scarlet Witch and when Loki and Sylvie. Yeah. I thought it had to do with that moment. But I thought all the I thought they were kind of getting at all these multiverse things all happened at the same time. And in, in the Spider-Man universe specifically, the reason why people got pulled into it was because there were people who interacted with Peter Parker. Right. Like knew yeah. who he was from yeah. the other universes. But So I don't know how he got pulled in, but he left his little, his little friend behind. Yeah, but someone told me, um, one of the people that we saw the movie, I saw the movie with, told me that the guy who was at the bar isn't like just a, like a standby actor. Like he's a credited actor. And so they think that like he's acted in other things before. And they think that he could, like if they decide to do anything with Venom, like they could use hmm. him. I was like, oh, that's that would explain how it goes from like being in Mexico or wherever he was to. <laughs> New York. Yeah. But, so. but it yeah. also, I think this complicates things with the Morbius situation, having Spider-Man posters everywhere mm. in terms of what universe is Morbius in. Because it's not just like the, the poster he has isn't the Andrew McGuire Spider-Man. It's a different suit. Yeah. Then, so it doesn't, it do, it's not lining up with where the Venom Morbius situation is happening. What universe that's in. Yeah. Surely they have someone hired to just surely like just. I, I, for I know timeline. Marvel does. Yeah. That's I know what I'm Marvel saying. Does, but does Sony. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if Sony just like has continuity errors because they are. <laughs> They're like so, uh, Sony. Sony has gone rogue so many times <laughs> with this Venom situation. Yeah. Yeah. And then Dr. Strange too. Pump Y'all, for it. I'm just saying, my theater was lit all night. So when this yeah. came mm-hmm. on, I was like screaming. I, I was like, yes, anything. queen, yeah. yes. <laughs> like when Wanda showed up, who had, now it does not look like she's a bad guy, who they had kind of like made it, you know, that was like the rumor that was going around that it was going to be her and Doctor Strange facing off. And now that's not what it looks like. Yeah. So. 
I'm just stoked, dude. And then oh my uh, gosh. it looks like it's Sorceress, uh, the Supreme, Strange Supreme is in there. Yeah. Mm, well, so I didn't what hear what if? he said. Yeah, I didn't hear what he said because everyone in my theater was just losing their minds. Oh. So I was like, what did he say? So I'm going to have to watch it. Oh, you mean like what did the dark Doctor Strange say? Yeah, what did, I don't know what he said. I missed it, yeah. Things nope. just got out of hand is what he said. Yeah. Oh. Yes. Dang, Wild. Dude. I hope that he's not nerfed. I hope it's actually the one from uh, What If and that he has like tentacles coming out of his body. That'd be so <laughs> Oh my God. I'm just, I'm pumped, dude. Oh, it's going to be good. Okay. So MCU implications and predictions. What do we think like this movie means for the MCU? I mean, it means a lot. But what do you think it might look like moving forward? Well, they're going to be able to let Spider-Man be like a neighborhood superhero if they Mm -hmm. want to. Um, I don't know if they're going to because they're going to have to make sure that the scale makes sense. But if they want to, they can now make a movie with um, Spider-Man just being a neighborhood guy. Oh, and also Daredevil is now actually. uh, I know. Yes. And are you watching Hawkeye? Are you watching Hawkeye? uh Uh-huh. Yeah. uh, Kingpin. Oh yeah, Kingpin was in the last episode. Yes. So it's like they're integrating it fully. Pretty stoked. And they're the same actors. Yeah. So I was I was like, I bet you he doesn't show up anymore in the movie. I bet it's just like a cameo thing. Yeah. But then I'm like, but so I actually watched it before I watched the last episode of What If. And so I didn't know that Kingpin was in that until later. And so I watched it and I was like, oh, so they're like fully doing it. This is going to be tight. <laughs> Um, th- those were my two things is, you know, how is he going to be reintroduced to the Avengers or if he's going to be reintroduced to the Avengers and then or what, are what the does Avengers? Matt Mur- Murdoch mean? Yeah. Yeah. If what they are, s- they? are they? Yeah, what are we? <laughs> um, I would love it if somehow the Punisher was in the MCU, but I don't oh. think they're going to do that because it's way, if they do it like they did in Netflix, it's like way too gory to be part of the MCU. <sighs> Because he just straight up murders people well, all the time. <laughs> and I wonder, like, if we're moving away from, like, Stark technology altogether. Because, like, Peter Parker doesn't exist. So, like, he can't access any of that. Like, the last thing we saw yeah. was that it was be- being taken. And so I'm just like, we're getting to the point where we're just, it's not going to be, like, man-made superheroes anymore. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's going to be, like, supernatural abilities or bust. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you have to be able to like explode a world with your thoughts <laughs> or you're out of it. They have like a requirement sheet to join the Avengers <laughs> and you have to check two out of three boxes. Yeah. They're like, can you explode stuff with your mind? Can you make a good coffee? <laughs> That's one of them. Yeah. Can you yeah. grow to be 35 feet tall? Are you magic? Ooh. Are you magic? Um, okay, an implication that I I don't know that this has like real big like for spider-man like himself because i feel like they're right bringing it back into neighborhood but can we talk about ned being able to summon a portal okay yes (laughs) so my question is like do they like does dr strange know that ned has powers because how else would he have that information like uh no he found out in the movie but i know but what what well, do they and do they not all, do they not remember about the situation? So they all remember oh. everything except for the fact that it was Peter Parker. Because yeah. they all like everything else in that universe 
like happy still knew aunt may yeah. and the only reason he would know aunt may is through peter parker he just doesn't know it was through peter parker it yeah. doesn't make any sense i don't <laughs> understand what they're it's we're magic poking holes so, in it we're poking holes in yeah, it yeah it's magic so they can just be like yeah that's how it works man and you're gonna be like okay whatever yeah like it's not gonna be logical but my question is i'm like okay so they just think it's spider-man and they forget who spider-man is like okay whatever yeah. but then it's like for him to at the beginning when he quoted like the party at commentage or whatever and he's like do you remember it and he was like no and so it's like is doctor strange immune from that or was that because that was a spell that was on a such smaller scale or like did that he write strange it like would remember did he write it into that that spell at commentage that like he could remember it well but it sounds like it was the same spell like he made but, it but sound like, like it was the same spell I, I don't even know i like i don't know uh I'm lost about what you guys are actually talking about. <laughs> at the beginning of the movie, when he looked at Wong, when they were talking about casting uh-huh. the spell, and he was like, do you remember that Don't party at Comitage? And Wong was like, no. And oh, Strange yeah, was like, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So clearly Strange remembered, but I'm just wondering like, if that was just because this spell was on a smaller scale, you know, because it was like a yeah. party as opposed to the freaking entire universe. And he might have just, <laughs> yeah, he might have just erased. Uh, the, well, I think... I think uh, maybe he was the target of the spell Doctor Strange was because Peter Parker still remembers everything. Yeah. You know? so, hey, hey. That's true. Peter Parker didn't forget he was Peter Parker. Yeah. There we go. <gasps> That's true. Also, this Model. is like my worst nightmare. What if he no did forget he was Peter Parker? Was. Do I? Well, you're also not Spider-Man in a world famous <laughs> vigilante. <laughs> I know. So I'm just saying like it would be even worse for that poor boy. Hmm. I hope he goes to therapy. <laughs> With no family. He's not yeah. going to be able to afford therapy. Let's be honest. Yeah. He has no way of. <laughs> He's got no way sleep. home. He ain't got no way yeah. to therapy. That's the next title. <laughs> no, no, way way to no way to therapy. <laughs> also, like, do you guys remember the landlord from the original Spider-Man? Yeah, I think that was the same guy. <laughs> Is it it's so great. If he would have been the guy in the background being like, yeah, rinse this much and blah, blah, blah. Oh, I thought it was supposed to be him. No, I didn't hear him. I didn't oh, think it I was him. It was, I thought it was a callback to him, though, at least. That's funny. It would have been outstanding. Okay, so favorite moments. This movie has so many great, like, individual moments. The 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 movie? <laughs> you can't choose the, the, the whole the, the movie. The movie. The entirety of the movie. All <laughs> two hours and 30 minutes of it, including the credits. Okay, I have my two, for now. Okay. My okay. unprocessed favorite moments. Um... First would be, like I said earlier, the moment when he's standing there in the rain, you know, right in front of the giant Jameson broadcast. I think that's just a cool moment. And then when all three of the Spider-Men are going towards the villain and they do that moment where it's slow motion and they're all going at each other. (laughs) I, my theater, we freaking lost it. So as of now, those are my, those are my top two. My, my favorite moment was, when they're in the top the the apartment after they fixed the chip in in Doc Ock, and they're working on the cure for Green Goblin, his spider sense like it just goes oh, quiet yes. and it's so uh-huh. tense and you don't know what's happening you don't know who or what's about to happen and he is just so focused. It was. Mm perfect i didn't even know it was yeah. a spidey sense at first i was like is like is he getting drugged like what's right happening? yeah it was so intense well, it was just like i think it was just because like for him it was just like so overwhelming yeah. because of yeah. like how bad how evil that presence oh, was. oh that and, was like, a good part right how like dangerous he was at the time yeah so cool 
my favorite was whenever Andrew Garfield got to save MJ in this universe. Like Don't. I would, so I thought after seeing the trailer, that's what was going to happen. I was like, Oh, they're going to let Andrew Garfield save her. And I was right. But they pulled it off so well that I was like, I'm, I'm not even mad that I like thought that was going to happen because that was really well pulled off. I wanted uh, him to say just, that he wasn't okay. I, like, I love that he like started like tearing up. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> he cried. By the way, Andrew Garfield cried a lot during this movie. You guys noticed that? <laughs> like a lot. Like me. Andrew Garfield's not okay, okay? Yeah. yeah. We can talk to Andrew. Someone get Andrew Garfield on here. and He's we'll, got to have we'll a way to talk. therapy. That's the next one. Is, it's just going to be about him. One way to therapy. <laughs> Oh, man. Mine was when Aunt May finally said, like, the iconic, with great power comes great responsibility. Like, that was that was pretty epic. Mm. Uh, well, as soon as she said that, you knew she was yeah. dead, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, no, yeah. she's yeah. toast. Like, I was like, oh, she got, like, she's bleeding, I think. I think I saw that. And then she said that, and I was like, yeah, she about to, she out. And I told, I looked at my wife, and I was like, she's definitely dead. And she was like, no, she's okay. I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's not. Awesome. My guy, that is what that is what someone says in Spider-Man before they die. Before they die. <laughs> right before they die. <laughs> Last words. <laughs> Final thoughts. Anything we didn't cover? I'll say it. Jake Jalen Hall is the worst in every universe. <laughs> Where did this okay. come from? Th- from... <laughs> Uh, she's in the the TSU, the Taylor Swift oh universe. My gosh. <laughs> this is not a Taylor Swift podcast. I'm just saying, if he didn't reveal that Peter Parker was Spider Man, this whole movie would not have to happen. Well, Peter Parker wouldn't have been so Peter Parker in like all of these movies. A lot of trauma would have been avoided. <laughs> this is true. I I kind of wish that instead of Doctor Strange, like just starting to use a spell like and then he even said like to spider-man afterward like you almost had me uh basically mind wipe the entire or brainwash the entire world and you didn't even check like why didn't you check you're also talking to like a 17 year old yeah. dude right now like why yeah. didn't you ask him a couple <laughs> questions before you started this like yeah. for for the most uh wise person supposedly uh, in the universe you're being really freaking stupid right now yeah. my guy my so, god I don't well, know. everyone I knows wish- that adolescents brains aren't fully developed until they're 26 yeah. so. and he was a doctor a neuroscientist yeah. a neurosurgeon and he would so he would he would have known like i'm gonna check in and make sure this like 17 18 year old kid knows what he's doing yeah but also I, I wish that he would have been like messing around with something and then been around Spider-Man and then it for it to have gone wrong instead of him trying to be doing something on such a big scale and then yeah. it going wrong. Cause I just think, I just think the scale wouldn't have been something he would have messed with because yeah. he literally shouldn't be doing, he sh- yeah. he's supposed to be actively protecting the universe from stuff like that. If it had that much like and Wong should have been like, well, I'm the Sorcerer Supreme, but do what you want. Like, yeah, yeah. I I felt like that was really rushed. That was the, out of like the whole movie. That was just one of the parts where I'm like, I don't get it, but I'm willing to overlook it because the rest of the movie, you know. Yeah, I mean? no. I mean, I bought it and I was like, whatever. But it like, was like, eh, really? I mean, like at, at the end of the day, I am watching a movie about someone swinging from webs in a city with his three bros uh, from other universes. So whatever. <laughs> I guess a little bit of poor judgment is that big deal. But I just like consistency. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> Fair. But I mean, I guess in all the movies, Doctor Strange does make kind of a dumb mistake, but. Yeah. He does. Yeah. You'd does. think he would have learned from it. Yeah. Like, because in, in Endgame and Infinity War, he's just like so on the ball with everything. Yeah. 
Like, he makes zero mistakes. Yeah. So, yeah. whatever. Maybe he's, like, suffering from, like, an identity crisis now that he doesn't have the time zone? Maybe. <laughs> um. Did, did the trailer, did it have Kang in there for a second? Did it have the actor who was playing Kang? I don't remember it. I didn't see him. But I'm also I not going to go back him. and watch it. <laughs> so. <laughs> well, I'm definitely going to go back and watch it. <sighs> I'll have to mute the chat again for a year. Oh no, I'm gonna watch the. We're gonna have two Marvel gang chats. One... Yeah, one with me, one without me. <laughs> I like how you act like that doesn't already exist. <laughs> Fair. Does it Good. already exist? <gasps> wow. Why does it already... I guess I'm not in it either. Rip, just Ryan, just Ryan, and Hannah. <laughs> Ryan and Hannah have renamed their like conversation Marvel <laughs> gang. Minus Katie. Minus Katie. <laughs> minus Katie Kevin. Minus K-Pace. We've literally texted in it on Thursday night. I didn't. You just texted me to tell me, like, when are you, like, call me when you're done. No, it was a yeah, good Yeah, and then you did. That was with all three of us. Oh, I'm. Okay, so I do want to pose one more question. Um, So, first question is, what do you give it? On a like a movie scale, I, not like I hate when you ask me these questions because you so, judge me so. Not much. Out of 10. I'm not even finished question, Kevin. Um, <laughs> not on like a like not on an action Marvel movie scale. Like, what would you right. rank it out like as an actual movie? And then you don't have to get specific, but like, does this fall into top ten, top five, top three? Ready, go. Top one, three Marvel movies, or are we just saying? Well, top like, where did okay, yeah. First one, nine. Obviously, it's not the best movie ever. <laughs> Calm down. <laughs> I'm saying, where do you rank it, like scale of one to ten, as a movie itself, and then where do you rank it on your list of Marvel movies? Like, is it just top ten? Is it top five? Guys, don't answer three? these questions. I'll answer it. It's a trap. It. She's gonna judge. I don't you. care. Um, Every time I answer, she judges so me, and it's traumatic. On just a movie scale, I would say. A soft eight, but I don't know. I have to watch it again. Um, out of my top favorite Marvel movies, it's like it's definitely top two or three. I would say it's it's got to be Endgame, which is kind of a high bar because Endgame mm. was just like so built up. Yeah, and it's also very difficult to separate it as just an individual movie because it plays off of right. literally every Spider-Man movie that's ever existed. Right. So, right. I don't know. I, I'd say like an eight if it's like. On a Marvel scale, like this was like one of my favorite movies. The only one that I think for sure is better than it is Endgame and Infinity War might be just because they had the balls to end it the way they did. Yeah, I would say eight. You could talk me into a nine or a seven, just depending on how persuasive. I think that's safe. (laughs) The power of persuasion. Persuasion. I could on a Marvel scale, it's a ten. Yeah, I would say ten. I would. I think it has the actual same rating. As end game for me, it's just not the same ranking. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ryan, I'd put it at about an eight, eight and a half, right in there. I mean, on a whole big picture movie scale, yeah, eight and a half. It's in my top four. Nice, easily, easily. Hannah's like bottom twelve. <laughs> yeah, she's like this is the worst. <laughs> I like Captain Marvel better than this one. <laughs> we got some here. Okay. I don't think anyone would say I don't even think the freaking lady who plays Captain Marvel would say <laughs> she that would dude. Like, <laughs> Hannah I'm not answering because you always judge me okay. that's the whole point You're that's judging whatever. A movie I'm not going to play into that okay so I'll give mine um, I think it's like an eight and a half as a movie um, and then definitely top three 
Yeah, but like as I think you, we're all on the same yeah. page. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So so what, would you agree with these these Hannah for yours? I have the right not to. Speak. She's like I played the fifth. It makes it sound like you don't like it. Now I'm just saying. Yeah, I feel like you don't like it. Oh no, I love it. Then why are you answering the question? You for not. Do you like it? Do you love it? And would you say you want some more of it? Yes, I'm going to see it on Tuesday. You're going to yes, see it yes, on Tuesday. Yes. Yes. Nice. Yeah. We were supposed to go see it again on Friday. But I was not emotionally prepared to watch it, again, <laughs> so we canceled our ticket. I'm gonna go see it in the Crimax because you know people are crying. Boomch. Ha. You're welcome. But not you, because you have no soul. No, I'm gonna go with a less hateful heart <laughs> this time. <laughs> well, we'll have to get updates on if you cry this time or not. Okay. <laughs> I'm so glad you joined us for this week's Princess in the Podcast. Be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Princess in the Podcast and on Twitter at Princess in the Pod. Visit our website, princessinthepodcast.com. I hope you live happily ever after.